0: Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. The date is January 20th, 2019, and this is episode 19. It's Sunday, it is drizzling, and it's cold, and I'm actually headed for a, um, like a two-month period in which I hope to write my next novel, so that would be my third. Um, it's the one that's giving me like a lot of anxiety, and it's kind of it's kind of like mm, butting up against when it, my second book is coming out. So that's creating a lot of noise in my head and turmoil and um so every year, I take a month or two and I leave and go someplace um It's usually in the winter because I don't do winter well, and I realize it's a huge luxury and a privilege, and it you know I actually build my life around this type of metabolism um because it's why I don't have a regular job, it is, I mean, there's many reasons why I don't have a regular job, chief among them, that I I just can't hold one down, um, I, you know, my partner and I don't give each other gifts, um, so that we can afford this, and, yeah, so I'm leaving, and I'm, it's like such a swirl and you know in previous years I have been able to at least get um a draft done in this time and it's quite feverish and you know I feel very locked into a specific transmission I have that um monogamy of an idea that I was telling you about uh in a previous episode about how when you sort of like just stay super faithful to one idea that it sort of helps a manuscript come into fruition or a project sort of like coalesce in a very unique way and i'm like definitely hoping that that happens and praying that it happens um but we'll see the, the other thing that sort of comes to mind is, you know, I talk about how people ask me like, how long does it take you to write a book? And I give them an answer and I sort of cringe inwardly because I, I want to sort of qualify and be like, you know, just because this time passes doesn't mean that you'll necessarily have a book. And I don't know why I struggle so much with like sort of flipping that advice onto myself and I remember when I was quitting a job my my last job and a friend of mine I was counseling them because oh man I just was completely flailing as to like how to make a decision and they asked me like why wouldn't they you know they asked me like really fundamental questions like how much savings do you have like with your current burn rate of fixed costs like how long would that last you and I did have like a sufficient cushion and and then I kept being like but I want to be able to finish my next book before I quit and they regarded me sort of quizzically and sort of had this you know this like beautific smile and they were like I understand that need and I understand that urge but you know art and and making things like it's such a mercurial and occasionally nebulous process and they were saying like why would you do that to your next book and I really understood it it's like almost it's like almost putting a bounty on the head of your next project. It's like, why would you define this thing that doesn't exist yet and that you want to be as creative and ambitious and like terrifying and beautiful as possible? And why would you sort of like already put a price tag on it? And why would you sort of apply the pressure of like, quitting a job that you're really unhappy at every day. Like, why would you make that the responsibility for your next work to take on? And that really blew my mind. And so, you know, trying to be more aware of things about myself and the sort of false deadlines and pressure that I apply to myself is really important as a creative person because obviously the trickle down effect of that is that i'm applying these like same very erroneous and like terrestrial um parameters onto my projects and i want my projects to be as wavy as possible so with that in mind i am committing by saying aloud that If my next book doesn't happen to happen in the time that I've allotted for it, that I will try to find grace and patience and compassion for my project and myself, because I have to trust that whatever version of it my project wants to be will happen on its own time and no matter how much hand wringing and no matter how much clock watching and no matter how much important calculus I apply to it in terms of like making myself feel like the room is filling with water because of my my next book release like I'm just gonna really put that all down and I hope that in writing this next book I just take it day by day I don't get stoned on the work I don't numb out I don't check out of my life and my surroundings I vow to look at the sky and remember to look at the sky and like absolutely hope for the willingness to remember to look at the sky and take as many pauses as I need and take as many breaks and, you know, I have this theory too that, like, you can only make output if you've had sufficient input and if I hit the ground and realize no matter how desperately I want to immediately be churning out thousands of words a day, like if I have insufficient input I will go acquire them I will slowly carve out time to look at art, to watch movies, to listen to other things, and to read voraciously if I need to. Um, I find that I can read outside of my genre uh, throughout the writing process, but at the very beginning, when I'm just sketching a book in first draft, like... I find that really fun like it's a little bit um, tricky because sometimes I'm too open to transmissions and I'll just take on other voices but that's fine like when I'm trying to figure out what a book wants to sound like but yeah I really hope that I don't tunnel vision so hard that like I don't um, open my mind up to these other things that my book might need as nourishment And the other thing that's, like, really tricky is, like, right now, I am in the process of adapting uh, my first novel, it's called Emergency Contact, into a movie, and I don't want those transmissions to come in now, but, like, they are, like, I'm seeing, like, the curve of, like, an eye, and, like, little snippets of dialogue, and, I don't know, even things that, like, weird things like how things will sound and i want those things to go away so that i can write this other book but i'm just going to welcome those and try not to be distracted i will populate a note card and see if that suffices and if not and if it becomes too loud and that's what really really wants to come in for me like as much as I'm afraid to I will commit a few days to that as well I'm hoping that if I work on the script again that it's it just wants to be attractive for me because I don't want to work on the book Um, and I'll find that out within a couple days easily so but my hope is never (laughs) The priority in terms of the benevolent creative intelligence that is the universe in terms of like what it wants to feed me and when so yeah I have a lot of apprehension going into the next two months but I welcome as much gentleness as I possibly can you know I I really do find that if I'm flailing in terms of um, what the next action should be or what I should be thinking about that the most gentle and compassionate path is the one I should choose and once I have that framing it often that intuition often does become clear for me so i hope you are not taking too much on on this sunday I hope you're not future tripping and casting your mind's eye to all the things that you have to do, not today. And I hope that we can all be present in the moment and welcome every gentleness that we can apply. Um, Yeah, thanks.